some things. And uh, let me share a couple of verses with you as well um, from the Word of God. Uh, first, first uh, Timothy chapter number 3 and verse number 15. First Timothy chapter, actually I'm going to start in Matthew. Let me, just, let me just run some verses here for you. Matthew chapter 16 and verse 18. The Bible says this, and we're going to be brief here because I do want to give an ample time for our meeting. Matthew 16 and verse 18, Jesus said this uh, when it comes to the local church. I say also unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock, here's the phrase I want us to see, I will build my church. The church is in existence today because it was God's idea. (laughs) In Acts chapter number 2, the Bible says, The Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. In Ephesians chapter number 1 and verse number 22, the Bible says that Jesus is the head of the church. The church, Ephesians 5, is subject unto Christ. In Ephesians 3, in verse number 21, our purpose is to do what? Our purpose is to give glory as a church to God. Now, 1 Timothy chapter number 3 is where I want you to turn here this this evening as we think concerning the local church. By the way, as I said earlier, it's God's church. It's God's idea. God has chosen to work through His church. And uh, the Hebrews tells us, "...not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the matter of some is." But doing what? But so much the more meeting as you see the day approaching. And uh, I think it's good that we have technology, and I think it's good that um, when individuals are shut in or sick and can't make it to church, they can watch via live stream. But God wants us in church if we can be in church. There's more than just watching it on uh, live stream, interaction with God's people. You know, I get charged up. By interacting with you. So if maybe you say, boy, pastor's a little bit hyper today. Uh, try to figure out which one of you made me a little bit hyper. No, seriously. Interacting and charging, uh, encouraging one another. You know, the body of Christ, building the body of Christ. Does, does the song service do anything to help you? It should. It should help us prepare our hearts for the preaching of the word of God, for God to work uh, in our midst. And so it's important that we're here as we can uh, when the doors are open. First Timothy 3 and verse 15. But if I tarry long that thou mayest know how thou oughtest to behave thyself in the house of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and ground of the truth. There it is. It's the house of God. It's the church of the living God. By the way, that ought to put us all on notice. Sometimes things happen in the church that, we, that we, maybe we don't like. Make sure how we handle it is biblical. Because the last thing you want to do is hurt the church of God. Because it's His church. And God cares about His church. Now you have a couple papers here. The first one is called the preamble. Beginning of the Constitution. Born again, Bible-believing Christians, by faith in the Lord Jesus, believing the Bible to be the divinely inspired and authoritative Word of God, and final authority for all Christian faith and practice. Notice faith and practice, how we govern our lives, what we do on a day-by-day basis. Our practice ought to be consistent with the truth of the Word of God. And so we remind ourselves in this meeting concerning some of these things 
Um, Baptist distinctives are in the Constitution Appendix A. I'm not going to take time to look at that. In the interest of growth and grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ through worship and work that we might fulfill our responsibilities to propagate, not our own agenda, the word of God, both at home and abroad, to contend earnestly for the faith that all things might be done decently and in order, we do therefore band ourselves together as a body of immersed believers in Jesus Christ and adopt the following constitution. When you join the church, we ask you if you agree with the constitution. Deacons can check a little box that says, yes, I, a, a, a person that I interviewed. Why? Because it's what governs how we operate as a church. Flip the page and let's look at the purpose of our church. Patterning our ministry after the New Testament local church, our purpose includes proclaiming the gospel. You see, Pastor, why are you always telling us we need to come to visitation on Saturdays? I done lost my, no, here it is right here. Why? Are you telling us we need to pass these out? (laughs) All of us need to be about telling people the good news of Jesus. By the way, sometimes I think I'm kind of too easygoing. I I was communicating with a pastor yesterday. They knocked on 54,000 doors inviting people to the programs they have at their place. Now, they have more people, and they have more programs. We just have one. But I was like, wow, 54,000 doors. And they didn't just canvas. I think they actually knocked and said, hey, will you come to our program? That's good. I'm glad. That's what we need to be doing. We need to be proclaiming the gospel. Let her be there teaching believers, teach from God's word how to grow spiritually, Live victoriously and serve the Lord faithfully. Number three, worshiping God. We seek to glorify God by obeying his word and assembling at appointed times for corporate worship. And why do we sing? We sing hymns in praise to the Lord. Many of the hymns we sing are songs to him. My Jesus, I love thee. I know thou art mine. Many of the songs, you know, it will be worth it all when we see Jesus. Our, our songs of praise and worship to him. The uh, Constitution tells us in um, one of the articles, I think it's article number five, it says responsibility, section five is what it is, section five, responsibilities of members. And under that it says, see church covenant in appendix C. You are looking at the church covenant in appendix C. By the way, let me just say this for those of you that are now 18. According to the Constitution, if you're 18 years age and older, you can vote. But our men have been talking about, and I didn't have time to put it all together because you have to have three weeks to post an amendment to the Constitution. So we're, we're probably going to, to look to change our Constitution in one small little area. When someone turns 18, they are responsible for their decisions, they, they can be tried as an adult in court. Um, so we feel like we should ask an 18-year-old, do you believe the, what we believe, <laughs> right? Uh, do you believe the Constitution? Are you in agreement with it? And uh, so right now we're, our men are, are talking through this, where if you turn 18, then you would just have to meet with the deacons, and they'd say, hey, you say baptized yet? Yeah, it's primarily they're going to ask, do you 
agree with where we're at and get them to say yes. And of course, they're, then they're voting and they would agree with us. But anyway, that's a side issue. Let's look at the church covenant for just a minute. The church covenant is really the responsibility of us as members. And I always highlight this in this meeting because I think sometimes we forget um, our responsibility. Being a church member is a, is a responsibility. It's really a commitment to the Lord, and it's a commitment to one another. And uh, so let's, let's look at this. The first one, paragraph, is led by the Holy Spirit, receive Christ, we enter into this covenant. Paragraph two, we therefore, by the aid of the Holy Spirit, I like that because the Spirit of God has to enable us to do this, to walk together in Christian love, to strive for the advancement of the church in knowledge, holiness, comfort, to promote its prosperity, spirituality, to attend its services regularly, to sustain its worship, ordinances, discipline, and doctrine. See, you're saying, hey, I'm committed to God's church to give sacred preeminence over all institutions of human origin. You know, there's a lot of sports and a lot of things that are taking preeminence nowadays over, over church. And uh, you think about it sometimes, what a recital or whatever, it's on a church night. I remember we first moved here. Sarah wanted to, we were going to have her play in the Paiso Philadelphia Youth Symphony, and their concerts were all on Sunday nights. So we said, well, that's out. Well, there's a local symphony, and they practiced on Wednesday nights. I don't know if she was happy to not have to do that or not. You know, that's a commitment when you go to orchestra. In any event, she ended up not doing it. Um, but you see here, contribute cheerfully and regularly as God has profited us, prospered us to support the ministry, expense of the church, etc. By the way, praise the Lord, God has really done some good financial things. Look at the third paragraph, paragraph number three. When I first came, first business meeting, I read this paragraph, and then there was one of our missionaries, Brother Barfield. Whoa, look at what this says. Boy, I got to... Pastor, thank you for reminding me of that. <laughs> Look at this. We purpose to maintain family and private devotions. If you're not reading your Bible on a regular basis, you're not fulfilling your responsibility really to yourself, to the Lord, and to the church. I mean, there it is. Family devotions. You got kids at home. You ought to sit down and try to read the Bible and pray with them. To train our children according to the word of God. To seek the salvation of our kindred acquaintances. To walk circumspectly in the world. To be just in our dealings. Do you know, sometimes some of the toughest people to do business with are Christians. The Bible says you can't take your brother to court. So you, you make an agreement with your, you shake hands or whatever, and they don't fulfill their part of the bargain. Years ago, when I was assistant pastor in Indianapolis, we hired a company to do a job for us. They didn't do the job right. They took us to court. We had a mediation. We went downtown, high-rise. Now, we won the, the, the suit, um, but, but the reality is here's an, one church trying to take another church to court. No, it wasn't a church. It was an individual in a church trying to take a church to court. And Anyway, sometimes it's a challenge, but we want to be just in our dealings, faithful in our engagements, exemplary in our contact to avoid all gossip, backbiting, unrighteous anger, to abstain from all, appoint, all forms of activity, including the sale of and use of intoxicating beverages, which dishonor the Lord, cause stumbling to a fellow believer, etc. Paragraph 4. We further purpose to encourage one another in the blessed hope of the Lord's return. 
to watch over one another in brotherly love, to remember each other in prayer, to aid each other in sickness and distress, to cultivate Christian sympathy in feelings and courtesy in speech, to be slow to take offense, but always ready for reconciliation. Boy, one of the biggest challenges in churches is when two individuals have a conflict. I, 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 I talked to a number of preachers. That's where people just cut that right out of their Bible. They don't, we need to be committed to getting along and to being humble when we say things. Any of you, any of you not said anything that you shouldn't have said? I'll put my hand down, too. We all say, how, how many of you have never said anything without thinking? Yeah, our hand's not up either. You know, we, we always, oops. What do we do? We have to go and say, hi, I'm sorry. I want to make sure things are right between us. Committed to reconciliation, mindful of the rules of our Savior, to seek it without delay. We need to remember this. If I'm going to be right this way, I really need to do what I can as much as lieth in you to be right this way. Be at peace with all men. And then the last paragraph there is to, if the Lord would move you, there's a commitment there to join or unite with a church of like faith and practice. And really, um, as we think about it, we're just trying to obey what the Bible says. And, um, and there it is. So there it is in a nutshell. Responsibility being a church member. That's why, by the way, we have a separate interview for people that are joining the church. Uh, because we want them to understand, read the Constitution, this is a big deal. It's not something you take lightly. By the way, this is why I, I think it's important that we get some of these 18, as, as kids turn 18, we say, hey, where are you at? We know where your mom and dad are, but where are you at? And, um, and so... Uh, there you go. Probably many of us don't look. I have to look at the Constitution on a regular basis just to make sure we're following it. But probably many of you don't have your devotions out of the Constitution. Right? You haven't read it in five years or whatever. And that's why we bring this to you to remind ourselves we're in this together until Jesus comes, right? We're in this together. We're trying to reach people. We're trying to grow, teach people. We're trying to disciple folks and meet needs of people. And that's what it's about meeting the needs of individuals. All right, I'm going to have a word of prayer, and then I'm going to ask Brother Talbot to come up, and uh, we'll talk about, we have some handouts for you, and, uh, and we'll talk about our, our business here. Huh? Livestream has to say goodbye. Livestream, we will see you. I know it's a shorter service, and uh, you can go do something else. <laughs> so cut the live stream. Let, thank you, Steve. Let's have prayer. Lord, we love you tonight. Thank you for your love for us, your goodness to us. Thank you for the privilege to be part of your church. It is your church, and you've allowed us to be part of it and serve you through it. Lord, we pray that you would uh, just meet with us now in this business meeting, and we'll thank you and praise you for all that you do. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. If... Um, if we could have Brother Talbot to come here. Some of the young people are, are leaving, and that's all right. We do not have a real big long agenda. We've already given you the, um, the budget for uh, next year. And um, is this mic, can you, can you put this mic on to Caleb? Before you leave, can you put the pulpit mic on as well?
All right, don't give out those yet, quite yet. Yeah, if you can, if you can get this one on. Um, I'm going to ask Brother Talbot if he would uh, pray for us. We'll call our meeting to order with prayer. Brother Talbot, how about you pray for our meeting, and then we'll read some minutes. Lord, you've been good to us. And Lord, it's not even about your being good to us, but you are, Lord, you, this is your church. Amen. You've taken care of your church. Lord, thank you for the, just the privilege of being called a child of God. Lord, we love you. We desire to know you and to love you more. And Lord, I ask that your presence would be very real tonight. Holy Spirit, that you'd guide us. This is your church. It's your business. This is your funds. It's your direction. It's, everything is about you. And I'm asking, Lord, that you would be very, very real tonight. And ask us in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. We're going to read the minutes from the past business meeting, December 12, 2022. Meeting called to order and opened in prayer by Pastor Mawson. Annual business meeting minutes were led, read from last year. Deacon testimonies, Richard Reynolds. The average weekly offering was 37.74. The need was 3,700, so praise the Lord for that. Balance sheet was passed out, reviewed by Brother Talbot. Uh, Pastor discussed needing to up, update the live stream. Uh, and they just gave the details on the things that the deacons spent. They can spend up to $2,500 without church approval. They spent $2,375. Um, they need approval to spend 1000 more on the live stream computer and live stream system. And uh, they took a we took a vote to spend a total of 3400 That comes back up in a different business, meaning budget sheets were passed out. Insurance costs were up. Net general income, 57,793.76. Uh, let's see, just a bunch of just line item questions. Projects this year included the basement, turning the kitchen into an office for the deacons, expanding Joyce's Sunday school room. Uh, motion to approve the budget uh, was made, motion carried. Faith promise sheets were reviewed by Brother Talbot. Weekly given was 546. Monthly expenses were 1950. We did not any, add any missionaries last year. Um, election of officers, uh, no new officers. Ernie Fajoli's uh, term ends at the end of 2024. Steve Brown's term ends at the end of 2023. Richard Reynolds, deacon, ends at the end of 2024. Other officers were Treasurer Brian Talbot, Clerk Melissa Brown, Financial Secretary Ernie Fajoli. Uh, motion to close the meeting. Business meeting March the 12th, 2023. Meeting called to order by Pastor Mawson, opened in prayer by Brian Talbot. The live stream was fixed and updated by Rich, who started the job but did not finish it. He obviously had that stroke and was in the hospital, and we couldn't get him to finish it. His friend was able to finish it and sent us an invoice for 572. We already had paid 